Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we're here tonight, this Wednesday, with Relationship Wednesday, our weekly show. For new people listening in, first let me just tell you a little bit about who I am. Again, my name is Dr. Nefertiti Noel, and I run a thriving private practice in Naperville, Illinois, which is right outside of Chicago. Um, we do everything from individual therapy to group therapy to crisis intervention to image building, um, as well as uh, medication management and those types of things. Yeah, my name is Darren Noel. My background is in corporate America, and I had several management positions there in, in Noel and Associates. I basically focus on life coaching, career counseling, resume consults, mock interviews, things of that nature. Great stuff. Yeah. So a couple things. One, we want you to know that the, the show tonight is to give you some suggestions and for you to hear kind of maybe some research about the topic of living together before you get married and should people do it. And so, um, again, what we give you tonight is suggestions, but if you have some more in-depth questions that need to be answered specific to you, Give the office a call and make an appointment with one of the clinicians. Our telephone number is 630-428-2344. For tonight, to call in for any questions or comments, our show number is 323-693-3835. So let me tell you a little bit about why we're talking about this topic. We're talking about this topic because countless women come to me and say, Dr. Noel, I, I want to be married and um, – you know, I'm not sure if I should live together with the guy first and see what, what being with him would be like or if we should just jump in. And a lot of women are telling me that they're afraid because maybe they never saw marriage in their own families or all of the marriages that they saw were very unhappy, so they get the feeling that marriage isn't important and they, they shouldn't have to do it or they don't have to do it. Um, just a, the number of women who are actually living together now because it seems like, Right now, more and more women are deciding to cohabitate before getting married. They are, but I'm talking about something different, not the stats. I'm telling people how we came up with the idea of this topic yeah. and why we're discussing that people are coming in with this concern in, in like, large numbers. Absolutely. And then I also get people that have been living together for two or three years, they decide to get married, and then things don't work out the way they planned because, like, the living together piece didn't pay off for them the way that they wanted to. Right. So go ahead. You've got some stats? Yeah, it, it, it is somewhat uh, alarming that we need to pay attention to. This is from CNN.com, an article on more women moving in before marriage, teen and 44, moved in for the first time with a man that they were not married to. Okay, that was from 2006 to 2009, now 48% of women from ages 15 to 44, okay? When they did a pulse back... 15-year-olds can move in with men like that? Okay. So some people are moving in earlier, things of that nature, so maybe, they, you know, for 15 or but you did it at 18, okay, polling women from 15 to 44, so you could have some young girls moving in, okay. where they live, things of that nature. Okay, and this is all data based on the Center of Disease Control and Prevention Okay, and they also in 2002, that same number was 43 percent. In 1995, it was 34 percent. Okay. So wait, it was 34 percent in 1995. 1995 was 34 percent. Okay. 2002, 43 percent. Okay. And between 2006 and 2010, 48 percent. Again, this is the number of women uh, between the ages of 15 and 44 moved in for the first time with a man they were not married to. Well, that's a that's a jump. Yeah. So we're jumping from 34 percent to 48% in, a, in about 
10, 12 years. That's yeah. a, that's so it's a cultural shift. Yeah. So it's definitely a relevant topic. So what, what does the research say some of the reasons are that people are moving in with each other instead of, of doing marriage? Sure. This is some information we got from hubpages.com. Some reason why people are deciding to move in together. Uh, they're looking at they want to make sure that their spouse or their mate has the same cleanliness or hygiene uh, concerns that they do, make sure they're not a, a snorer, make sure they're not a hoarder, um, a lot of it is really based around them wanting to find out, is this person a good match for me? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what's interesting is that when I hear women come to this office and say that they're living together and they, they, they want to be married, those women, 99 out of 100 of them are ashamed of the fact that they're living together. Like really? they, yeah, they feel like there's something that they're non-legitimate for some reason. That's, that's the word that a lot of them use, that, they're okay. not, um, that it's not official for them, so they feel like, it's negative in some way, and people perceive them in a certain way. Do, I mean, do you think men perceive women in different ways? Well, for, well, I'll say this for sure. For a guy living with a woman, they do not consider that marriage. You know, guys say, hey, oh, you know, I know some guys who have some uh, women they live with. And say, oh, and I, I mean, I know what they Well, oh, that's your wife. No, 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 we're just living together. I mean, they'll stop you quickly. This is not my wife. This is someone who I'm just living together. They make a clear yeah. distinction in their mind. Guys do. This is not a wife. This is just a, girl, a living girlfriend. This was very clear in a guy's mind. Okay. And, and why do you think that is, like, uh, from just anecdotally from the right. guys that you know, what is the difference? They, I'm not committed to this woman who I'm living with. This mm-hmm. is not someone who I'm considering at this point in time marriage material. Okay. That, that's basically what it is. So then what's the benefit of living with her? For a guy, guess what? I get a chance to really kind of enjoy the single life, but I get some really free and easy available sex when I want it. Okay. She's, she's there. I come home. I can play with my guys play ball, whatever, my my normal single life. But guess what? I have free, available, easy sex when I come home. Okay. That's what guys are saying from a guy's standpoint, a major benefit. Again, you know, there's no commitment, really. You know, I can always break up. Again, we're not married, so, hey, we decided to split. We're just splitting. Guys can look at it from a financial standpoint. Hey, she's going to live together. Hey, she can help me out with rent. I can get uh, a car, spend some some money. I can upgrade Mm -hmm. my car, get a little – take some more vacation, get some more sports tickets, things mm-hmm. of that nature, so financial benefit. As a father, what would you tell your daughter if if someone, as a father, what what would you suggest you tell girls about when a guy approaches you with living together, how do you handle that situation? I would tell a young lady, my daughter, that that guy is not serious about you, okay? I would say you need to value yourself. Don't put yourself in that position. If he is serious about you and truly loves you, then he will – Put, do the vows with you, put a wedding ring on your finger, and marry you, okay? Mm-hmm. So this guy is not serious w- about you, okay? And you need to have some value about yourself and make a decision. If you want to continue a relationship, say, hey, you know, if you want to be with me, the requirement is we need to get married before we move in together. But but what about people who are there? Okay, so they're doing all the things that married couples do, but they don't live together. They're having sex first, and so maybe the girl feels like, hey, it would be better if we were living in one place as opposed to, like, because usually this happens because some one of the parties cheaper if we lived in the same place as opposed to paying two separate rooms. That's okay. usually what happens for people. So I feel like that's more of a roommate situation than it is, like, a committed relationship. Absolutely it's a roommate situation because there's no commitments and ties. There's no uh, true, you know, you're not on the same insurance, mm-hmm. you know. And if you look at it, someone's living together, not married, you know, Realistically, if something happens to that person, something to think about, you know, you're a roommate, okay, if that person gets sick, right, are you going to then 
starts taking care of that person, you know, you're not married. You're really living together, right? Mm-hmm. So that person, they get cancer. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be willing to financially and emotionally support them? Like, you know what? I'm not really married. I'm, I'm bolting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I think one of the things I always tell ladies is, and even guys, even if a woman suggests to a guy, let's live together and test the waters out before we get married, a lot of times that's because they're looking for something better. And they want to be able to tell people, hey, no, 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 we're not married. We're just living together because it's cheaper as opposed Absolutely. to. And then if you separate, there's no legalities there. Well, not in the state of Illinois. In the state of Illinois, there's no common law wife. Right. So you can live with somebody for 700 years. And, I mean, there's a lot of men that I know that come to Illinois for that reason. I'm laughing at that because I did have a friend of mine, a co-worker, who we was joking around a number of years ago, and he had been living with his young lady for a number of years. And a couple of coworkers were joking with him, said, hey, hey, you're common law married now, brother. You know, you've been living with this young lady for a long time, and uh, now you're married. You're common law. He was like, no way. Stop joking. No, we're like, yo, you're serious. You're married now. He was sweating bullets. Why? Because he was saying, you know what, I'm not ready to marry this woman. Mm-hmm. We're living together for a number of years, but I'm not ready to be committed to her. Mm-hmm. And that was bothering him that he thought he was. He found right. out through Apple, we checked it out. Said, she came back and said, your guy's with me, man. We're not really common law. And he was happy about that. Mm-hmm. What about what about having children with somebody while you're living together but not married? How does that affect? What do you think guys think about that? I don't think they really value that child as a real child. You know, this is somebody, a child out of wedlock. Am I really going to be uh, committed to that child? How much am I going to be emotionally tied to that child, financially tied to the child when we can leave? Well, what about, I mean, because there are some guys that are really good fathers, but they're not married to the mother, and they just feel like, hey, you know, I love my kid. I'm supporting my child. It's not fair for you to say that I don't love my kid or that I'm not committed to them just because I didn't marry mom. They can. Some guys can. that, But at the same time, if that guy leaves, what kind of whole, you know, there's no marriage papers on there, mm-hmm. okay? So then you get into the legal legality of uh, of uh, financial. He has to support you. You're going to take him to court or something like that. Then you got to prove, you know, mm-hmm. he, he was not, you are not married, okay, so then you get involved in lawyers and things of that nature. Well, either way, if you're married or not married, you're still going to involve that. But there's still no commitment. There's no... Uh, well, really, the guy has nothing to lose. No. There's you got to come. Lose. you got to try and come after me and, and try and get it from me. We, why? We have no papers saying that we're committed to one another. I think here's the one thing I always tell, tell women. You are not a sample or a railway item right. that someone can, like, sample you for three years to see if they like the way it tastes, so to speak, and then they'll buy the full package. Right. I mean, how many times have I gone to, to a store where they'll open up a sample, and once I get my sample, I'm like, that's pretty good, but I don't buy any. Right. I mean, that was really good, but I'll just eat a couple more samples, but I feel like, well, why should I pay for it if there's a free bag of it laying on the counter and they're going to let me taste it? So why would I pay full value for something that's not really worth full value? Correct. Right, Correct. and that's really what it is. In the guy's mind, this woman is not worth full value, so mm-hmm. why would I treat her as she's full value? Mm-hmm. Why would I pay full value for her mm-hmm. when I get it at a discount? Mm-hmm. And it's the same, like, if I mean, if you even look at the layaway concepts, you go to the store, you get $100 worth of clothes, you put 10% on layaway, and you make payments, and you can get it if you want, but if you don't get it, then you just lose that $10 investment that you put in. Right. You know what I mean? And, and sure. I feel like... For ladies, and even for guys, do you want to be a sample? Right. I mean, do you want, like, for him just to sort of taste out of your bag, you know, every so often because the bag is open, but, you know, I'm not really thinking about <laughs> right. how, you know. I mean, it's, it may sound rough, but this is the reality of it. Mm-hmm. So we want people to start thinking about these things because this is reality. Mm-hmm. Another thing I think about is if you're a lady, okay, and let's say you lived with a gentleman for three years, and for whatever reason you decide to break up, now that dream guy comes along, and you're like, wait a minute. So you live with another guy for three years, and he didn't want you. 
What's wrong with you? Why would I want you? Mm-hmm. The next that come along. Or, or why should I value you that much if you didn't make the last guy value you? Right. Why would I pay full value when mm-hmm. somebody else didn't pay full value? And I think we should be honest that there's a double standard out there. I don't think people feel that way about guys. I've had so many guys come in married, and maybe they were living with another girl for I, 10, 15 years, and then they meet the woman of their dream. They literally can pick up their suitcase and leave. Dump like a hot, hot potato. And start. So fresh. And the other chick says, well, it's not my fault she didn't make him marry her. Right. And, and I know people that have been living with a guy, and then he comes home over the weekend and says, hey, he got married. It's <laughs> not funny. Man. You know, I mean, so, I mean, it's the kind of thing. And let me say this. I know that this is a conservative view. Like, if you right. look at, I mean, a lot of people are saying, and this is our opinion. Right. I mean, it's this no, like, opinion. no legality to it. You can believe what you want to believe. If you believe something different, definitely call in talk to us about it. But, I really want people to value themselves and not feel like you're not worth the commitment. And then I have people that say, hey, a ring doesn't mean anything. 50% of people that are married get a divorce. Okay. That is true regarding the 50% people getting divorced. But at the same time, but you still have some legal um, commitments there. I mean, okay. some skin in the game. Skin in the game. Some skin in you're the game. You're getting involved in law. If that person dies, okay, they had insurance, you can have life insurance benefits. Um, and let me tell you this for people that are dating, let's say, 20 years and you don't marry the person, you guys have been living together and you have kids and everything together. If, if person X dies and he didn't leave you or she didn't leave you in writing, the, the you yeah, know, absolutely. whatever, the life insurance. Life insurance, maybe you're not on the house. Correct. You know, you're living together for 20 years now, but your name's not on the house. Correct. Therefore, you don't get the house. Correct. I mean, this is Correct. I mean, and that's legal. Illegal. And and I think a lot of people live together too because one of the parties never, never separated or divorced from that first wife. First wife. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. And that happens a lot. And so people say, well, I'm I don't want to pay for the divorce, so I'm not going to get the divorce. If she wants the divorce, and he wants the divorce, and they have to pay for it. Right. So then you get into a relationship with a person that's still committed or legally committed to someone else. If he dies, even being in your house after thirty, forty, fifty years. Everything goes to that legal wife. Goes back to that legal wife. Even what happens to them for burial can be sure. determined by that legal wife. All she or he has to do is show up and say, their life spread, my husband, here's the paper. Right. And I don't want him buried cremated. Correct. Cremate that son of a gun. Right. Or they could say, um, I don't want him. Yeah, cremate him and throw him over like this. <laughs> right, right. Cremate him and throw him over like this. Oh, and by the way, get out of my house. <laughs> because if, if it was my husband, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I that think. kind of thing it's is my, serious. Since that person's husband. And how many times have I heard people say, my parents, well, see, my parents weren't really married. They was kind of shacking up, and his first wife kicked my mom out and took the house. I've right. heard that so many times. Cross-culturally, wow. don't, don't mistakenly believe it's one more race than the other. Cross-culturally, I hear people say, hey, I lived with him 20 years because I didn't want to be bogged down by the realities of marriage. But you're bogged down by it anyway. Right. Because if, he, if he's hungry, you're cooking. And you don't get any benefits. Because right. people are looking at that, that people cross-eyed. Right. 20 years, y'all living together? Right. Or, and, and then that's the other thing. Like We've all had that aunt or cousin or friend that's been engaged for 20 years. Right. Oh, this is my fiancé with no date. That doesn't constitute as sure. a traditional fiancé because the fiancé is, you know, when I got engaged, we had a wedding date within a couple of weeks. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, let's get engaged and then I'm just going to hold you on leeway with my engagement ring. Right. And then nobody else can look at you. And then for ladies, most dudes, at least in our culture, in American culture, don't wear engagement rings. So here you are with a wedding ring or engagement ban on for 20 years, and he's free. 
to move about the cabin. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and test, you know, whatever he wants to test. And so I think the issue becomes whether or not marriage is relevant to you legally. And I think the legality makes it a commitment. You stand before somebody and you tell them that I stand here and I, I do, I take this man, I take this woman, and that you will legally be responsible for that. Yes. And I think that's a big deal. And I think a lot of people get involved in relationships and do not solidify the very beginning what their expectations are of the relationship. So if you're not married, you're living together, guess what? You're not on that person's insurance at work, right? Because you're just a girlfriend, really, or a boyfriend, whatever the situation may be. Have, wait, the rules might have changed on that, though. Well, that's for domestic, not for uh, for heterosexual couples. Oh, okay. So that's you not to my do. knowledge. Not okay. to my knowledge, no. Okay, I thought there was a change to it. But I guess the point we're trying to make is that, and everybody do what they think is the best thing for them to do, but... You have to be accountable for yourself, and there are consequences. You can do just about whatever you want to do, right. but there are consequences for that. And, again, if, if I go buy a used car right. and the guy has a used vehicle and then he has a brand-new vehicle and he says they're the same price, which one do you want? I'm picking the, the new vehicle. Right. And then when you couple it with a lot of times when people are living together, they have children, so now here comes a lady, and she hasn't been married. She's got kids, and then you want the new guy to pick up all that responsibility and handle all those things when you didn't feel like the previous guy had to do it. And I feel like a lot of good guys get a person, and a lot of good women get a guy or, or a person after they've been, like, abused or mishandled in another relationship, sure. and then they end up paying the price for, like, what didn't happen correctly in That's that first relationship. That's and right. so I think a lot of times people get – with someone after they've been hurt and they say, listen, my marriage was so bad or their marriage was so bad that they don't want to be married again, so you're going to have to take me as I am, so to speak, and we're you not going to live for it. Right, because sometimes people really were legitimately hurt. Like if you've been married 20, 20 years, 10 years, 6 years and get a divorce, that's serious. And Absolutely. so sometimes that person can like feel like I don't want to do that again because they feel like the marriage itself, because there's something about, being married that almost forces a person to stay, not forever, but they sort of... Um, it's a commitment. You right. made a commitment. You stood before a judge, stood before your pastor, preacher, whatever the case may be, before your family, both mm-hmm. sides of the family, and you guys made this commitment. Um, and that's a, it's a binding thing, so people have an emotional tie to it, you know? Mm-hmm. People normally don't decide to get married on, on, a, on, a, on a flim. Or right. a whim, should I say, right? Right. And they thought about it, you know, they dated so many people, get this is the person I'm going to decide... To, to marry, tell the mama, tell the daddy, tell the aunt and uncle, everybody's going to come out. So it's a, it's a big deal. And when that breaks up, it can be very emotionally uh, damaging. Devastating to people, be. absolutely. Sure. So, I mean, and again, you, everyone out there listening has to make their own decisions, but I want you guys to go into decisions with, with the full, with the full um, information. So, Darren, you had some stats on people that live together, how many end up in marriage, how many end up. Yeah, definitely. This is from, uh, also from that same article in uh, CNN. Okay, the study also found that 40% of women living with significant others for the first time, I guess between 2006 and 2010, within three years of that, 32% of those relationships were still um, just living together, not married. 27% had dissolved, so they weren't even living together anymore, okay? And 40% actually transitioned into marriage. So let me go ahead. That seems so, like more than 100. So let's go back to that again. So people who are living together, people who are living together between 2006, 2010, who for the first time they were doing that, were in a non-marriage relationship, 40% of those women just ended up 
being married to that person in the, after three years, okay? 32% remain just living together, okay. and 27% the relationship dissolved totally. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I'm sorry to hear that. No, yeah, no problem. Yeah. So about, so 27%, the relationship just ended. Just ended. Okay. So so that's 27% people just gone. Right. 40% got married. So less than half of the people living together. Less than half actually got married. Okay. Correct. Okay. And 32% were still living together. Okay. Do they mention of the ones that got married, how many um, they married? Uh, we have, the, this is from a different article. Okay. This is in hubpages.com. Okay. This is an article talking about um, living together before marriage is it good or bad. And they, this is based on 2009 Science Daily reported extensive study from the University of Denver for couples who were living together before they got engaged. Here's what they found. Couples moved in in order to spend time together. This is why they did it. They moved in out of convenience. They moved in to test the relationship before making a marriage decision. We just talked about that. They found that, however, couples who lived together before they got engaged have a higher chance of getting divorced than those who waited until after marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a higher rate of divorce. They didn't give the exact number, but it said it is higher. And also, couples who lived together first and then married, they reported lower levels of satisfaction in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so almost anticlimactic, or you know, we didn't start well, off right. Well, because nothing changed. Nothing changed. Nothing changed except for the certificate. So right. a lot of people feel like, well, if we go ahead and get married, then maybe she won't be so angry, or she'll be friendlier, or or things will be better. But what really happens is resentment builds. Well, this isn't any different than before we got married. Why did we get married? I mean, all those uh, and, of oh, and why did we wait? We should have done it right from the beginning. So why do we right. have? all that time, maybe had a baby during that time or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, and not married, mm-hmm. and then we're finally, then that person's finally deciding to get married, there could be some resentment in there. Absolutely. And, again, everybody's situation is different. So I'm sure there's someone out there that has a great success story with living together. So right. I'm not, that's not to say that it can't work. But when you look at these numbers, 40%, only 40%, less than half of the people that were living together even moved on to marriage. Correct. And of those that moved on to marriage, there's a higher rate of divorce than the yes. standard rate of divorce for people that don't live together first, which is a really, really big deal because um, once you've combined everything, so a lot of people have been together maybe 15 years but married five, right? right. Yeah. You've combined everything, you work, you feel like, you know, okay, we're finally working on something. Then all of a sudden anger builds from, like, before you got married and people are ending up divorced, which is really catastrophic because basically you've wasted X amount of time of your life. Yes, absolutely. And you could have missed out on someone who you wanted to be married to or really the person who you wouldn't have just, quote, unquote, settled for this living together. But, you know, this person I definitely wanted to marry, okay, but that person came around while you were living together. So guess what? That person was now off the table. And the thing of it is, is to get the right guy, you have to be the right person. So yes. you, you, and even for guys, you have to be the right person to get the right woman. You have to think about what is it that you want in your life long term. So I'm obviously not talking about. I mean, for me, for a 15 year old to moving with someone, that's a very different thing than than what I consider an adult doing moving yeah, in. So, so I'm definitely not going to speak to children moving in with one another because that's to me a whole different subject. But for adult females and males moving in together that that think that you're going to go somewhere with this situation, if you don't clearly have it laid out, let's look at this, only 40% go to marriage, 32% after three years are still living together, and 27% of the people have to dissolve relationships. So it's not, 
I mean, and 50% of people that get married actually end up in divorce too, but I just want you to know, though, that it's a, you have more to fight for when it's a legal situation. So if we look at that, yeah, so it's in three years, within three years, 32% are still living together. So for the argument, well, we just wanted to see what everybody's like. How long does it find out if somebody puts a toothpaste on the, uh, on the tube of toothpaste when they finish, when they drop the toilet? Does that really take three years? But see, I think, it's, I think it's more about not wanting to make a commitment so that you don't miss out on something. Or a lot of men tell me, well, if I married her, she would get half of my pension or half of this, and I really didn't want her to be able to get that. I mean, to me, there's a lot that goes into the decision to live together. Because basically what the guy is saying is, I don't want her to be my wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the plain simple. I don't want her to be. If you don't want her to be on your insurance, you don't want her to get your uh, retirement benefits, you don't want her to uh, benefit from any kind of uh, pro- programs you have at your job, things of that nature, it's because you don't want her to be your wife. That's, that's plain and simple. That's what that guy mm-hmm. says to that woman. Absolutely. I mean, and I think that's a big deal because I think, and, and it's the same though, nine times out of ten, and this is not research, just kind of what I see coming in my office, right. the girl wants to be married. She may say she doesn't. Right. But, but, you know, secretly she really wants to be okay. because she feels like, well, I'm going to move in with him and then obviously he'll have to marry me. Not the case. Mm-hmm. Because, like you mentioned, if the guy is living with you, he doesn't have decided that he wants to marry you yet, right? So if he does come across a woman who he thinks is married material, he will drop that woman like a hot potato who he's living with. Absolutely. Now, from a guy's standpoint, that woman who you think is uh, ideal to marry, she may not want to be with you because you have lived with somebody. So you could lose out with somebody because you could come across your ideal woman. She said, you know what, I'm not interested in a guy who would make a decision to live with somebody before marriage. So your name gets crossed yeah, up. I'm going to tell you, unfortunately, a lot of women don't respond that way. You don't think so? No, I don't. I mean, now, let me it, it comes up, though. It comes up. Wait, let me ask you, Dr. Well, would you have – so no, I, I would no, do no. You wouldn't do that, right? Well, so, so my dream yeah, but, woman would say no to me if I had lived with somebody before I had approached her. So that would be a problem for me. Right. Right? Because you're the dream woman. Yeah, but let's, let's, well, be, but let's be really honest. Most times, men don't always give up that detail. It's the woman that ends up being found out because she's had kids. You know, the, the dude comes over for a date and she's got mail from her ex boyfriend coming to the house. But would you have found out that information yourself? I think I would have done some investigation. You did some investigation. Right? Yeah. You did some investigation. Yeah. How many people have you dated? Where you been? Mm hmm. Talk to friends and stuff like that. Oh, you know, he used to live with Susie for three years. Right. But but I'm, what I'm saying to you, though, is that I feel like because of the double standard, that's more that's more incriminating to a female than it is to a guy. I agree with that. But I guess I'm also to the guy, depending on the woman that you're going after, Absolutely. that could be a deterrent from her, and you well, can get taken off her. Let's look at it this way. Lots of women have a dream about growing up and marrying a doctor, a lawyer, or an Indian chief, right? right, or some billionaire right. that's going to develop the next best software on the planet. Right. Um, for the most part, that guy is not wanting the girl who's leftovers from the last live-in situation. Without he a just doubt. doesn't want it. Without a doubt. Because he doesn't want all the baggage that comes along with, you know, Leroy never did love me, but you're going to love me. Like, nobody wants that pressure. Like, right. that's a lot of pressure. Like, that's all on me? Right. Like, I have to handle all of that? That's really intense. Well, from a woman's standpoint, would you want a guy who doesn't know he can't handle his business in terms of he doesn't know what he wants. He's not committed to this woman. He's just been living with her. You know, he doesn't sound like he has his game together. From a woman's standpoint, but, but you, you know what, though? Let me be really honest with you. Yeah. I had a long list of things I wouldn't take. 
I mean, I had a long list of things I wouldn't take, and that wasn't even on the list because it could, it didn't even, even dawn on me. <laughs> it's not even an option. That's not on my list. I mean, right. I, I'm not putting that on the list. Right. I mean, you know, I, I put things on the list like, and this is just me. I really didn't want a guy that had kids already. I just thought that was my list. But some things don't go on the list because I think things understood need not be explained. Right. So that's just like, we ain't talking about that right, one because right, right. obviously But I'm just letting guys know you can lose out, guys, Absolutely. on your dreams Absolutely. by, by deciding to do that. Absolutely. Because I, I doubt that, you know, the first lady was like, you know, hey, I, I mean, I doubt that that right. would have been okay. Right. Oh, you live with also, It also, guys, limits who you can date. Because if you're living with one, Absolutely. you can't even date uh, a couple of different women just casually dating. Now, let me say this. A lot of people do date that way. We're talking about, like, the guy that really wants to go somewhere in life. I'm right, like, right, exactly. You know, there's always Bubba who, <laughs> you know, you know, there's you know, always Bubba. that one guy, Bubba. Right, you know, hey, right, you know, right. I, live with, I, I live with Roxy up the street, <laughs> but uh, that ain't got nothing to do with right, her. Right. That's just a living situation. And if I told her that I was leaving her, she'd die now. So we got to, you know, be on the town lot. And there's lots of people that live that kind of double life, yeah. but it's just not worth it. That's not who we're talking about. You know, so for ladies and guys out there, think about long-term goals. If it's cheaper, I mean, I would rather a guy be living with his mama and be living with a chick for 15 years when we start dating. Now, that I would have been all right with. I mean, there's just, to me, there's a, there's a difference. Wow, that's, that's tough, that's right? Close, guys. Get out your mama's house. <laughs> Please. Take off the diapers. <laughs> Get out your mama's house. So, you know, to all you guys out there listening, this is definitely our opinion, but yes. just seeing so many people struggle with that decision. And, and here's the thing. Most people don't struggle with is it right or wrong. They know they don't want to do it. They struggle with will it give me what I want at the end game. Even though it's wrong. Well, even though they feel like it's not the best thing to do. Okay. I can't say it's wrong, but it's, I mean, it's not the right. Correct. And so if you're struggling with the situation that hard, ladies, if you've got to cry it, and I have people come to me crying at night because I can't believe I did that, then, you, then, you, then don't make that decision. Right. You know? And sometimes you can't make a wrong decision right. True. So everybody, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week, same time. Have a great week. Bye-bye.